I want to thank you for listening to our coverage of high school basketball or any of the other episodes that we put out as we try to put out a, a podcast that's about life in Iowa and presented in Iowa in a positive way. And we want to thank uh, Henshaw Trailers for their support of the season. And I want to thank Smithburg Auto for their support of the, the football season. Both have created amazing numbers. We got the fourth most uh, highest week last week. and We haven't even started the playoffs yet. If just want to say real quick, if you're interested in helping sponsor any of this uh, high school playoffs, you can start out as low as ten dollars. Uh, uh, give me a call six four one nine one nine three two five one. And thanks for listening, and uh, we really appreciate you here at Round Guy the Podcast. Welcome back to Round Guy the Podcast. This Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa presents high school basketball in Southeast Iowa coaches edition. And this is a, a very special episode because it's our 2000 or 234th episode. Uh, and we're going to break 2,500 listeners today. And we have a, a guest that is uh, going to be a great one for us. It's uh, Winfield Mount Union Wolves coach Clay Edwards. Welcome to the program. Well, thanks for having me. Well, we really appreciate it. We haven't had a chance to talk to you yet this season. So if you could, you know, in, in five or six minutes, kind of just give us a, a breakdown of how the season's been so far up to the point where you got to the playoffs. Sure. Um, well, it's so far, it's been a, a pretty special season for us. We're currently sitting at 20 and two. Um, we, we were fortunate enough to, to go undefeated throughout the Southeast Iowa Super Conference North division and, and win that um you know we had two tough road losses at, at waco and and at new london throughout the year both to really quality teams that hopefully we get a chance to play one of them again here in uh in about a week or so um but yeah really just a, a great season for us you know it's been a long time since uh winfield mount union boys basketball has um had a, had a title in their hands so um you know, overall, we have we have Cam Buffington and, and Abram Edwards that were great freshmen for us last year and have continued that on this year as sophomores. Um, but we've had our guards have stepped up this year and, and played really well for us, which, um, you know, we haven't really had had a whole lot of that in, in the past. Uh, either we had guards and not a lot inside or we, we just haven't had the complimentary um, pieces to to support each other, but you know this year, um, you know, freshman Jake Edwards, uh, senior Connor Wade, um, sophomore Carter Lloyd, and and junior Andrew Brown have really stepped up and they've hit outside outside shots when we've needed them to, and and taken a load off of Cam and Abram. So um, it's it's really put a nice piece on the floor for us to enable to keep building on some success. Well, I talk to coaches, uh, you know, all the time in the conference, and everyone mentions your team and how much talent it is and uh, uh, how much kind of – and all we hear on the program is how much fun it is to follow the team and and everything. Uh, could you give us a quick little uh, uh, story about your journey to becoming the coach at uh, Winfield? Uh, well, <laughs> you, you know, I played, I played here back in the – I don't, I don't want to ease myself too much, but in the early nineties. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of a homegrown boy. Went, went, and I played at Iowa state for five years. Um, 
came back back home um kind of watched a while and and uh you know i you know, just kind of a casual outside observer and everything and then uh, about three years ago job opened up um coach brad deering was heading heading north up to north cedar um so i just kind of put my name in there and you know i had my boys coming up and I'd coached Abram and Cam and, and all these kids since they were in the third grade. So um, they they kind of knew what to expect of me. And, and, you know, we were really familiar with each other. And I, I think I have the rapport that I can push them at the same time. And so got the job and, you know, kind of learning as you go. Um, I'm in year three now and we've uh, we've gradually got better each year. So it's uh it's been it's been fun it's a lot of work <laughs> but uh i would i wouldn't you know i wouldn't change it for the world well in your conference if you put the north and the south together you got about eight teams that could possibly get the state title or go to wells fargo i mean are you uh, amazed at the amount of talent that your team has to go up against every night in this conference oh de- definitely um you know there's first of all the the high level coaches in our um in our conference uh is is really amazing and the and the the thing that makes it fun is like they're all great guys you know nobody wants to lose but um you know if you're if you if you do lose to a guy across the aisle that's um you know a super good dude that you know kind of takes a little bit of this thing away but and and every single buddy knows knows exactly what they're doing and then then on the flip side, the players in in the league are, um, you know, pretty pretty special too. Uh, there's, I mean, if you go out and look at the state player rankings for individual, like your classes, your juniors, sophomores, freshmen. I mean, I think we have highly rated kids throughout all classes of all it, throughout the state, in probably every age group except maybe the senior class. Um, so that just shows you it's going to be, it's going to be an absolute war next year too, because all these really high, highly rated kids are, are coming back, but you also have Maddox Griffin at, at Wapolo in that senior class. That's, you know, going to play D two ball up at upper Iowa. So yeah, it's, uh, it's loaded with talent. Well, the goal of, uh, Steve Pilchin, the round guy and I is to just create some awareness of the players and hopefully that someday uh, some kid will get recruited to college that maybe didn't, wouldn't have been known, you know, I mean, yeah, you were really lucky to be playing in Winfield and get noticed by a school, weren't you? Yep. Ab- absolutely. You know, you, ne- you just never know the more, more eyeballs or ears that are picking up on something that it, it can, it could lead to something. And yeah, that's why we all, all of us coaches down here appreciate you guys putting this show on so much. Um, really doing a lot for basketball in Southeast Iowa. Well, it's doing a lot for our podcast because the ratings are, are, are phenomenal. We had the fourth best ratings ever last week, and that's before the playoffs really started. And, uh, you know, we've already almost passed that number for this week's ratings. And uh, But it's the coaches' interviews. We're giving that this angle that no one else would get, this intimate look at the games. And it's uh, – uh, they all get good numbers and uh, – you know, I think people appreciate hearing about about the Kyotas and the Sigourneys and the Winfields and the Wacos, you know, of the world that maybe don't get hurt, talked about as much as they deserve. 
Yeah, no, I completely agree. And like we said earlier before we started live, you know, people down in these areas, they love their football, they love their basketball. And, um, all these small communities are really, really great about supporting um, their kids and their school districts. So it's it's exciting for everybody. Well, it took us a little while to, to get a sponsor and get started this season, but the, when we did, we focused on rivalries, and the very first rivalry was the Winfield-Waco rivalry. And mm-hmm. uh, my partner, Scott uh, Melvin, he went to the game, and, man, that, you know, when you're playing in front of a packed house like that and, and in, uh, teams that are that good going at each other, what, what, what kind of level of intensity is it? Um, it's, it, it definitely ratchets it up a, a notch. Um, you know, it's fun though. Like there's always a little more, ju- when the stands are full, there's always a little more juice for the kids. And, um, sometimes it takes them, you know, a couple minutes to get into the flow of game and, and calm down a little bit, but, uh, um, it, it definitely makes it more exciting. And I think those are more memorable games for the kids. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's it's really awesome to see. And you 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 know there in Winfield or Waco or Sigourney or or Kyoto or wherever it is that you're playing around here, you know, the the stands are packed and there's a community support that's uh, you know at a, at a real high level. Yeah, absolutely. Our I know down here at Winfield Mount Union, our our uh, community support is is fantastic. We. We usually have our side of the the bleachers pretty much full. Um, you know, we had a great crowd again last night, um, and and sometimes you know when you when the kids just maybe don't quite have it, um, they can they can be that extra little boost uh, to to help us through. I know it's helped us tremendously. We so far undefeated at home this year. Um, hope to continue that, but um, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, coach. Uh... Let me ask you something. Coach uh, Swanson talked to me about you had a chance to go undefeated in the conference and no one ever had. Did you accomplish that? Uh, we did in the North Division, yep. Well, yeah. he wanted me to tell you a big congratulations for that. Yeah, he thought thanks. that you could he's, do he's it. A, he's a great guy, and um, we we bounce stuff off each other quite a bit because we play similar styles, and I, I respect uh, Coach Swanson quite a bit. You know, he's he's been pounding on us for some years now, so um, – <laughs> It was this, this was the first uh, first year that I've been able to get him at least once. So uh, no, I, I I have a lot of respect for Coach Swanson. Well, you and everybody else in the league. Uh, well, anyway, uh, you you started the playoffs. You had a game last night. Take us through last night's game. Um, well, we played Highland last night at home. Um, we jumped out to a, a good lead. Um, I think it was twenty three seven after the first quarter. We were active defensively. Um, got some runouts. Uh, Cam got kind of got a few dunks there to get really get everybody going. Um, then we we got into a little bit of foul trouble there. Uh, Abram picked up his second early in the second quarter, and we kind of stalled out a little bit offensively. Um, I think I'm, I can't remember what when we went into halftime. We were up mm, seven sixteen or so. Um, so it kind of yeah, kind of, kind of stalled out in the second quarter, like I said, and then came out of halftime and uh, put another good quarter quarter together. So we, I think we were up twenty six or twenty eight going into the into the fourth, and um, able to get some kids some playing time there at the end of the game. So that that's always nice when you can 
empty the bench and um, let some guys get some minutes. But uh, really, pretty pretty good overall all performance. You know, Highland's got some guys that you know the Chase Schultz kids um, pretty good. Like he can he can go inside outside and he hits them. He's hit some really tough threes last night, um, just catch and shoot with a guy in his face. So, um, and then the, the McFarland kid causes some uh, a lot of problems sometimes too, because he's a little shifty and gets into the into the paint and can can get us into foul trouble. So, um, overall defensively, we we uh, had a nice night. Um, still got some things to work on offensively, but uh, pretty good night. So uh, who do you play next? Where is it at? And how can we follow the game? So we we have Hillcrest um, again Thursday here down here at Winfield. Um, and it's always always tough playing against Coach Gingrich. You know, he's he's one of the best in the state. He's been doing it a long time. And and uh, he really has gets his kids to play super hard. They're fundamental. They they run great offense. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's one of the best, uh, again, a lot of respect for him and his program. Um, and we just played him a week ago. So, uh, we're going to, we'll be very familiar with each other, but as far as watching the game, I think if, if you want to watch it, the only way you're going to see it is if you, if you show up, um, you know, can't live stream it without paying a fee, I believe to the state. So, um, other than that, uh, I believe the Wolf Wolfcast will uh, be we broadcasting it, and um, I don't know if the KCII guys will be down or, or not. I haven't heard anything yet, but um, but it, it's it'll be a big it'll be a fun one. Um, they got a great team. Grant, oh. Grant Bender is a fantastic player, so we'll we'll definitely have our hands full. Well, let's uh, remind our viewers how to get tickets because you have to get tickets online for the uh, playoff game. Yep. Yep. Um, so you can go through the, I believe you can go through the Iowa high school athletic association website to get them. Or, um, if anybody has the varsity bound app, which, uh, you know, has our schedule stats, all, all that, you can purchase them through, um, the varsity bound app also. Um, so I know on, on our Twitter page and, and, uh, Facebook will be, We'll be sending that link out because we want want as many people in the stands as we can Thursday night. So uh, let's talk about Hillcrest Academy. No, no, you mentioned some players, Bender and such. Uh, who's yeah. going to create some matchup problems for your team through Hillcrest? Yeah, well, first of all, Grant Bender. I believe I saw he's, he had 29 last night. He against, was on uh, fire last training. night. I was listening. Yep. So um, he's, you know, plays kind of a post position, a little undersized, but um very active very fundamental um he's you, you got to guard him non-stop you can't you can't um you know relax at any moment or he's probably going to score then uh the two really nice guards um i believe it's luke schrock and seth hours um both of them can knock it down from outside schrock's a great defender um and he, he can get into the paint so those are those are two guys that that cause problems, and then and then the the rest of their team uh, like just solid role players, you know, and and they can they can go off at any point too and, and get to double figures. So um, really, a team where you got to guard all five people that are on the court, 
uh, be active and, and limit them as, as much as you can on, on easy buckets, second chance points. How tough is it to play a team that's so well coached that the players are always in the right position and, you know, maybe they don't have as much talent, but they just have a, a just this unit that's going out there against it, you that seems it, to really communicate well. Yeah, it, it's tough because it, it makes you value every single possession you have. You know, you don't want to um, – the more you turn the ball over or throw up, you know, bad shots – it makes it that much tougher because, you know, they're not going to do that on the other end. So you have to, every possession um, matters. Um, and then also playing, playing a good team a third time is, is tough. Like I remember in college coach, coach Floyd always used to say, that's, that's one of the toughest things um, you got to do. You know, if we would play, if we'd beat in Oklahoma state twice and then have to play them again in the big, big eight tournament or the big 12 tournament, he he, he didn't like that because it, it was tough. They get familiar with you and you're familiar with them. And, and uh, really, you know, what pretty much what everybody's doing. So it's just a matter. A lot of times it comes down to a matter of execution and, and who's got legs at night and who can, who can hit a few shots. So, um, you know, you get to this point of the season and, and really anything can happen. So you, you just try to, have your have your best uh, each night and see where you, where the chips fall. Well, I can't remember which coach told me. One of them said it's. He says you might beat Hillcrest once, you might beat him twice, but I don't know if anybody's ever beat him three times in a row. Well, I, I don't know, but hopefully we're the first. <laughs> well, know, anyway, it'll be, it'll be a battle. I know that. Well, uh, to get to this third win, what are the keys to victory? What do you guys have to do to to come out on top in this game? Um, just really continue doing what we've been doing. Uh, Our number one key um, is always going to be defending the ball, keeping the ball out of the paint, making people make shots over the top of us and then limiting them to, to one shot. So we, we have the defensive rebound Um, and and we, we need to, we're not a super deep team, so we we need to stay out of foul trouble. Um, uh, But that, that goes for everybody, you know, so, um, but, but really make it, make it tough on, on their, their main guys, to, to get good looks. Um, you know, if they stick shots in our face with a hand, hand in theirs and in their face, you know, you, you congratulate them on that and, and keep playing, but we, we don't want to give anything. Easy. Well, nobody ever won all the games in the conference before either. So you did that. So you, yeah. could, you could put another feather in your hat if you win this one. Uh, well, well, I've got you on the phone. Uh, uh, Scotty Melvin wasn't able to get a hold of me this morning. We're trying to do some kind of morning reports. Could we go over some of the scores from last night? Sure. Okay. Just if you know something about the game or the teams or something, just shoot it out there to me. Of course, you know, we talked about the Winfield, uh, Mount Union Wolves 53 over Highland 53-33. Now the Danville Bears, now they're quite a good team. Uh, they they won sixty two to forty two against uh, Lone Tree. How about the the Danville Bears? Yeah, they're uh, they're a handful. I watched them a little bit against uh, Hillcrest, and then um, in the in the shootout, I saw them play Minneapolis. And you know they're athletic, quick, um, long. They got some some big guys there in the paint. So um, you know I can, they're the number one seed in our side of the district, and I can I can see why they're. They really have a nice team. 
Okay. So Waco uh, beat Kyoto. The game was tied at 27 apiece, I think, or 29 apiece, something there for a little bit in the third quarter. Uh, but, yep. you know, Waco's very talented, and they wound up pulling out ahead uh, 65 to 46. I think Kyoto, uh, you know, outside that score there, I think they still gave them a, a, a run for their money and sharpened their knife a little bit. What do you think about uh, Waco Warriors? Yeah, Waco's got a, a fantastic team this year. You know, a lot of young talent uh, mixed in there with some upperclassmen. Um, you know, I know like when the brackets came out and I saw that they, they would probably have Kyoto early, that's that's always a – man, that's, that's one you don't really want to see that early because um, – Coach Stout up there is, you know, he does a really good job and they can, they can be tricky to play, um, at times. And, but, uh, you know, coach Kissel does a great job and then had his guys ready and they played earlier in the year, um, in, in Waco, I believe and Waco won that one pretty handily, but, um, that, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me that it was a game for a little while, but, um, yeah, yeah about Waco's three quarters. too much. Yeah. Waco's got just got too much talent. Yeah, they didn't have Colton Clarahan either, so that was probably, uh, you know, a big difference. Anyway, here was the game of the night. Iowa Valley and Sigourney Savages. Iowa Valley wins it 45-42 in overtime. Uh, Did you hear anything about this game? I I did not. I didn't realize that went overtime, but um, no. uh, And I don't know a whole lot about Sigourney. I I know they won a close one at Pekin earlier in the year, but – um, we played Iowa Valley in the Jamboree early in the year, and um, they got a couple guys that I know can really fill it up from from outside. So they're they're a dangerous team. Um, I, I know that. So you you have to come ready to play. So you know, Scotty Sounds Melvin like- uh, said that was the one game that he thought maybe there could have been an upset in the first round, and uh, looked like that would the looked like they gave him all that they could handle. Yeah, yeah, that must have been. So here was a game. game. Uh, uh, Pekin went to Montezuma, and believe it or not, Pekin was four points ahead at halftime. I I saw that. And, um, you know, again, Coach Swanson does a fantastic job. I'm I'm sure he he was probably taking some things away that Montezuma liked to to do. And, um, you know, I'd I'd actually like to see the film of that game to see – see what all they did but um yeah it's he does a good job and i'm sure he he put a little pressure on montezuma there now i'm not for sure what happened second half well neither uh, was i i think the 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 broadcaster was hoarse from the first half he was so excited (laughs) and montezuma's (laughs) got a a, a really great team too you know burgess kid yeah well they pulled it out uh 63 to 46 but i wanted to ask you about eddie burgess uh we heard a lot about him in the football season uh how how, what, what kind of a player is he well, I've never seen him in person on the basketball court. I've seen seen some games televised and stuff. But um, first and f- foremost, you know, I, he's a fantastic rebounder. He just gobbles balls up in the paint. Um, physical, you know, s- super physical kid. Um, not not real. I don't think he's, you know, he's not real tall, 6'4", um, 6'3"-ish, but he's physical, strong, and, and excellent at getting position. And then I think I saw he had like 28 points last night or um, something like that. And I know uh, they, they had lost the sheer kid to maybe a foot or ankle injury. So um, 
they're probably asking Eddie to step up and and score the ball a little bit more for him now that that he's out. But um, yeah, just just a tough load to handle in in the paint. So um, that'll that'll be uh, I think is it Waco and Montezuma now um, this next round in Wayland. So that that should be a heck of a game. Oh my gosh, that is going to be fun. Uh, are you you think is there a chance you guys could face Montezuma somewhere in this? That would be the sub-state final game. Um, we, you know, we'd have to get through a couple games here, and and the same for them. And so. They'd have to get through Waco to do it. So yeah, and then you also got New London over there um, on that side too, and you know we're, Danville on our side. We're we're, we're running a little behind here. Let's go through a couple more scores before I let you go. Uh, uh, looks like Notre Dame Knights uh, fifty-five, Wapolo Indians uh, thirty. That that surprised me a little. Yeah, Wapolo was out uh, was without their big guy Jackson Lands, um, and they they don't have a real deep bench, so they were kind of behind the eight ball to start that game. Notre Dame's got some good size, um, but yeah, Notre Dame must have put a put a nice night out there on the court and um, okay. limited. Maddox a little bit. Well, let's uh, wrap it up with this Notre Dame or New London English Valley game. Yeah, New London's just loaded. You know, they put yeah. five, six. 85 to 43. What's that? It was 85 to 43 over English Valley. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, New London's going to be a tough one to, to beat. They got a lot of talent, high-end talent, and um, probably just way too many guys for English Valley to contend with. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate your time, Coach. It's been great listening to you. Uh, if you win, come back and talk to me about winning. And if you don't, uh, give me some uh, help. Me keep uh, some of these other scores updated, if you would. Sounds good, and appreciate all the work you do for Southeast Iowa basketball. Well, we appreciate uh, we, we 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 really helped us develop a following, and I I really enjoy it. And uh, I I just without you coaches giving me interviews, it really or the radio guys or the newspaper guys that wouldn't have much of a show. Yeah. So thanks a lot, bud. Yep. Thank you. Have a good one.